0: Real people, real opinions, real talk
1: radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Do you think people who go abroad on holiday are selfish? Yeah, I never thought I'd be asking that question, I have to say. Uh, but these are the times we're living in. Take a listen to this message that we received. Uh, with all the talk of people losing their payment if they go away, I feel like we are missing the real problem here, which is that people should not be going away at all. Uh, the listener goes on to say, <coughs> goes on to say, excuse me, uh, my sister recently booked a holiday uh, to Italy which she told me was a steal of a price. She is going with her husband and her three children when she told me. uh, I was clear with her that I thought it was selfish and that she should think uh, of the wider picture of the country as a whole and not just her two-week holiday. She said she picked a green list country so she didn't uh, have to isolate. And to be honest, she is only thinking of herself and what benefits her. She says, uh, we are not speaking at the moment because of it. Uh, Some people might think I am overreacting, but I don't think I am. Uh, We are not out of this pandemic yet. This virus is still with us. And I am sick to my teeth of people pretending it's gone. Uh, It goes on to say, I don't mind people going for dinner and drinks with friends and family because let's be honest, we all need to see our loved ones and have some sort of life back. But going on holiday is a step too far for me. I blame the government for their mixed messages and I blame people like my sister for their selfishness. Please discuss this uh, because we need to shame people into not going away. The message is clear now, they say. Finally, stay at home in block capital. So what do you think of that? This this whole pandemic is causing rows amongst families and it's not nice to see, I suppose, but uh, so many people, uh, I guess, have different opinions on it. And obviously that was that, that, that came to the fore yesterday um, when I was talking about it uh, in relation to mask wearing and that. There's so many differing opinions that obviously it's going to lead uh, to some upset and to arguments and all the rest of it. And this is a, a clear case of it happening in a family. But What do you think of that message that that uh, listener has sent in? Do you agree with her that going abroad on a holiday is selfish or do you think she is completely overreacting? Some people will say, of course, uh, that there is as much a chance of getting the virus in Galway, for example, or Donegal, while staycationing as there is if you go to a greenless country uh, like Greece or like Italy or whatever the case may be. Others believe that leaving the country is a complete no-no and we should all play our part in suppressing and eliminating this virus. Uh, I want to get your thoughts today. Do you think people who go abroad on holiday to a green country or indeed any other uh, country that has more cases and that you're advised certainly not to go to, uh, any country, do you think someone who goes abroad now and doesn't staycation, are they selfish and you know, this this is the question uh, that is going on around the country at the moment, or this is the debate that's going on around the country at the moment. Uh, as some people decide to cancel holidays and stay at home, and uh, you know, say they're doing the right thing. On the other hand, the neighbour or, like in this case, the sister is heading off abroad, and uh, it's causing it's causing some friction. There's no doubt about it. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight on the WhatsApp, or gives a shout an eighteen fifty four ten four nine four. Mark, you're live in Classic Kids. Hey, eh, Mark, how's it going? Not too bad. Are people selfish for doing this now at this stage, when we have a, a, well, a, a small spike in cases?
2: Well, I was actually I was chatting to Nile a few weeks back. I actually flew out to Spain on the first of July.
1: Right. The first,
2: the flight came back. Um, it was only meant to go for a week. I actually, stayed for two weeks, and I'm actually just finished there on Wednesday. My two weeks self-isolating.
1: Since okay. I came
2: back. I uh- stayed away from everybody. Stayed on my own, and um, I'm, I actually went just the evening before the. Um, Green list was published I actually booked to go to Turkey in less than three weeks' time.
1: Okay, so you're jetting off again for a second I'm time. i jetting off again. Nice. Why not? Um, well, Okay.
2: When I was away in holiday Alaska I know there was people on saying the same oh you're selfish etc, etc but mm. I, I didn't come in contact with anyone, uh, stayed to the regulations, same in Spain, you had to wear a mask on the street, etc. The hotel mm. was brilliant, there was sanitizers everywhere, it was more like a hospital to be honest with you with the amount of stuff they had laid out, you know, for and, the safety it, of people. It,
1: it, in relation to the self-isolating when you come home for the two weeks, did you are, are you working at the moment, did you have to make an agreement? No, or? No,
2: no, I'm not working at the minute and I'm not on the social welfare either. So um, it, it wasn't really a problem for me to self isolate for the two weeks, you know. Okay. Or not getting to see my mum and
1: dad, etc. But of course, yeah. And as a matter of interest, they took with it. What, what was so so? Spain isn't on our green list, and that's what it's being it's called. Not, no. Um no. What was the travel like? Was it quiet on the flight? Uh, um, what were the precautions was- taken in the Spanish airport and so on?
2: It was kind of eerie to be honest with you now because when we landed in Dublin Airport the place was literally empty. Mm. Um, the flight, I think there was about 30 people on the flight and you had to keep your mask on on the flight unless you were having food or drink. Um, purchases on the flight was done contactless, there was no cash. Okay. Um, when we landed into Spain you had, well we, I knew there was a form to be filled out so I had to fill it out on the airplane. Okay. A very extensive form, passport number, seat number, where you were staying. Uh, temperature was checked, etc. Yeah. And coming back, I found it different. We downloaded a form for coming into Ireland. It was just basically name, address, email, that was it. Mm. Like and
1: to, to be fair, and, and I was just listening to the news there, Louise, at 12 o'clock, and they are now saying that most of the transmission that has happened in recent days is from people already in the country. So it's transmission yeah, yeah. within the country. They certainly don't seem to have much concern at the moment about any travel into the country or certainly any people returning from travelling abroad. So I suppose that's important to put out today because I, I, I yeah. just get the feeling we're going to get a lot of people onto you and anyone else who is going abroad saying they're having their couple of weeks away and, and sure, sure to be to hell with it. Uh, that, yeah, well, that, no. that, that, that has not been a concern to date, that people returning from holiday are, no. are, are transmitting this virus.
2: Well, I was looking to go... Uh, I was looking for another holiday when I come back, obviously. And I actually had a look in, in Donegal. And there was a hotel I found for a week. It was the cheapest I could find yeah. um, in Letterkenny. And it was just... It was less than €800 euro for a week. I've got two weeks to Turkey for half that price.
1: Okay. You so, know? so, so then I suppose this constant message of we need to not only try and protect one another from a public health point of view, but also help the Irish economy, is all well and good until, like you, you look for a hotel in Donegal, and it's double the price of of, of a yeah, package yeah. that you can get to go to Spain.
2: Well, that seems to be taken. Uh, it seems, well, in my eyes, anyway, it seems to be they're taking advantage of people being told to stay. The the prices of things like hotels, B&Bs, etc., seem to have gone up. And even there's such a high demand for it, there was other parts in Donegal I wanted to look for a place and I rang hotels except and they were just chock-a-block. One hotel actually said to me they have never seen it
1: this busy. And by the way, did you go with the family or just yourself? No, just myself and a friend. Just yourself and a friend. And before yeah. I move on to Patrick, I'm just—I'm interested, genuinely—insofar as your 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 thinking. You know, when when people are told stay at home, that there's you know risks. Whatever about the 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 minute risk of traveling to a green list country, but traveling to a country who seems to have you know a lot of cases there in Spain and things are spiking, and maybe it's not as yeah. as in control. Like, would you not be concerned for yourself even?
2: Well, not really, to be honest. Which the way I see it is, if it was such a big concern, cancel the flights to these countries. Why did I think the CEO Ryanair came out a few weeks back and said that the government's given mixed signals to turn around, saying, "Don't go," but yet they're still allowing flights to go.
1: Yeah, but you can't. I suppose they cannot stop flights. They just can't do that because people have to go for essential purposes. I think the message, to me anyway, it always has been clear. I know a lot of people say it doesn't make sense and all the rest of it. It's don't go abroad if you have to, do, but be cautious. And if you have to, do, and these are the green lists. And, and if you're going to, here is a green list of countries that there's not a huge chance of you get of contracting the virus. That's pretty well, much it. But they have well, to keep flights open for essential services and, well, es- and essential with travel. Green
2: list. I've seen with this green list, actually, Ryanair, again, has come out and turned around and says to the government, listen, we're, we're the slowest part in Europe reopening. Mm. Um, they've given this green list but they want more added onto the green list and they've basically told the government if you don't we're looking into moving our assets out of Ireland
1: Okay, fine and I'm sure companies big companies will start making threats and so on and I get it they've livelihoods they've people there's a lot of staff in these businesses it's not easy I understand that but like you know you say you know, we're slowest to get out of this and all that, that's fine. But, I mean, you do look at other countries and they are having these lockdowns. You know, you look at Greater Manchester now. Uh, That was yesterday that news broke that they're not having a lockdown, but I think it's two families now can't meet. You have to stay in your family bubble. This kind of carry on that we were at back in March. And I'd rather be a little bit slower getting out of it than continuously locking things down, even from a regional point of view. Yeah. Do you know, do you, like, know, like, like know. why do we want to rush this thing and then end up, we know what's going to happen. We're going to have a county, we might have a Kildare or a, or a Dublin or wherever locking down eventually. And that's just a pain in the backside.
2: Yeah, oh, I understand that, but people as well on the mental health side of things, like people being, I know we've all gone through this, we've all been stuck in, stuck yeah. in. And my way of doing that is... Fair uh, enough. I understand Going out, flying, I understand out. When that. A flight going out. I says I'm going to go. You know, yeah. and I, I understand, understand b- precaution b- as well.
1: Yeah, and tr- and in fairness, you have taken all the precautions, and I can totally understand where you're coming from. I mean, from mental health, I'm, I'm no authority on it or anything. We all, I think, we have all. So I think I'll be right in saying most of us have kind of suffered a little bit, just insofar as anxieties and all the rest of it. It's just it's been hard in the head. Um, you know, do we all say we need to go to Spain? To, to, to relax that. I don't know, is it, is it a valid excuse you say that that has helped you or whatever, so that's fair enough. Um, but hang on a second, Mark. I want to talk to Patrick. Hang on the line if you can. Patrick, you're live okay. in Classic Hits How are you, Patrick?
0: How are
3: you, Mike? Yeah. Well, um, people heading good.
1: abroad, we're still in this thing. It's not going away, so what, what, what do you think?
3: Well, qualify this by saying, my own background is actually in the hotel catering industry and all that, so okay. I prefer to stay at home and this n- notion that ireland is too expensive and all that people need to ask themselves uh you know do the people in ireland want to be paid the same money as what they're getting paid abroad which would probably be less than half the minimum wage that they're getting here yeah so there's a reason why things are there here because the wages are higher the cost of living is higher the food cost is higher electricity utilities is higher yeah so they need to understand all that before they start comparing like with like you know
1: I understand what you mean. So, in other words, we live in a... In a OK, we, we might have our, our, our problems and all the rest of it and everything, but we live in a fairly uh, a prosperous country. And if you're going to... if You know what I mean? Thankfully, we have decent wages, even in the hospitality industry. So you're going to have to pay for a get over it, yeah?
3: Well, if you want to get Ireland uh, back on track and get people back working who are in the hospitality sector without having a second lockdown, it'd be better to support the Irish than... Putting your money in another country, you yeah?
1: know. And uh, what's your story at the moment, job-wise?
3: Oh me, I'm on disability allowance because I've uh, two conditions on my spine, so I can't actually work in kitchens anymore.
1: All right, well that was pre, obviously pre-COVID or pre-pandemic. Oh
3: yeah, no, that's going on. I've been out of work like for maybe six, seven years. I've like uh, got uh,
1: business interest and everything. Right? Okay, okay, but so, yeah, so, 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 what do you say then uh, to someone like Mark who not only has gone to Spain? Uh, which is not on the green list, uh, not on our green list, uh, and also Turkey, which I, is not on our green list. Sure, it not Mark? It's not. No, it's no not, Turkey's no. not on our green list. So, what do you what yeah, do you no, say? What, what do you think of Mark?
3: Well, that's that's being the selfish if it isn't on the green list, and also he's not seeing the bigger picture. He he's just seen the cheap holiday there and then, but he's not looking at the long term effects on the economy when you're taking all that money out of Ireland at a time like this when everybody needs to put their shoulder to the wheel and support each other. Like it could be Mark's family, it could be friends that he knows who could be in the hospitality industry or something, and maybe they're not getting full-time hours of
2: back in because they haven't got the customers there for it. Well, Mark? Well, I'd be, I'd, I'd be straight up, Patrick. I used to work in the hospitality industry myself a couple of years yeah. back. Um, but now I don't see the point. It's my, my hard-earned money that I've worked for years for. So if I choose to holiday Donegal, Cork, somewhere like that, or Spain... If I want to spend an extra, double that money to stay in in my own country... Now, I've travelled my country, I've seen my country. I made a decision two years ago to start seeing other countries and that's what I'm going to do. And yeah, I stayed while the pandemic was going on. But once the flight opened back up, I'm gone.
1: And, and also, so, to be fair, Patrick, you know, it's it's constantly peddled that, you know, that we're, a, we're one continent now. We're a union. Uh, you know, we've we're, we, we got to look after each other financially. It's no longer just an Irish thing anymore. We need to, you know, uh, 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 you know, spend money across the continent, I suppose. So that's what he's doing. Like ultimately, our bailout money is going to come from the the European Union anyway, so he, his, his money isn't completely going to waste.
3: Well, it's easier to uh, you know uh, contact tracing
2: if you stay in Ireland, like you know.
1: Well, you said that you had pretty much contact tracing all the way, didn't you, Mark? Uh, yeah, in so far as the is, airport, yeah, The airport, the hotel, the whole lot.
2: Yeah, even when I came back from Ireland, filled in the form, no problem. But. I've done my two weeks self-isolation and I've never got a phone call never an email nothing
1: Right okay we have, that seems well, to be Well you see note.
2: Mark has done the
3: responsible thing yeah. in what he said there and he seems to have followed everything right like, He has yeah Not everyone's going to be like Mark you know not all going to be as sensible as him when they get alcohol in and whatever else True enough
1: know? and Mark can we ask this question honestly like because yeah. I know what it's well, I don't know what it's like to spend two weeks in a house. Uh, but I know what it's like to, to spend a prolonged period of time in a house being sick or whatever. It's very, very hard, particularly if you're not sick and time is, is moving um, very slowly. Like, can you, can you say you, you actually stayed in your house for I two weeks? I stayed
2: in my house for two weeks solid. Um, I got my money's worth out of Netflix anyway. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> and will you do the same when you come back from Turkey? Two weeks from Turkey if uh, it's still in
2: place. I, I'm going for the two weeks, so that's say uh, five weeks' time. We don't oh know what God. is it really. Wor- is it um, really
1: worth it? Two weeks for the sun, and then you have to spend two weeks sitting watching Netflix.
2: Yeah, I'll spend the two weeks planning my next holiday. But yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I cancelled my wedding, so you know. So I mean, because you, it was abroad,
1: like so. You, you, know. you did, Patrick? Did you?
3: Yeah, yeah. Put it back till next year, like yeah. Where
1: where was it meant to be? Uh, Philippines. Philippines, okay. God, you were going a fair old distance to to to, well, to the, have the wedding from the Philippines. From the right, Philippines. So. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Uh, so and what's know, what's so. the story in the Philippines? I, I haven't seen anything. Well,
3: they're they're, they're still not fully. Uh, they're, they're certain parts of it are open, but not all of it, and there's right. a lot of it in lockdown. And you yeah, have maybe seven or eight different. Do anything like you
1: know? Yeah, I'm supposed to be a, a, a best man actually for my 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 uh, mate's wedding. And yeah, that too was put forward, so that's, that's not till next year. I had to, I, I had the whole stag done. I had about 18 fellas, so I'd organised everything, got the deposits and got the full payment. So I spent the first part of this pandemic repaying people <laughs> for, for a number of days. Listen, hang on, Mark and Patrick. Joe, you're live in Classic Kids. How are you, Joe? Oh, sorry, Joe. One second now. I have you now. Now, Joe, how are you? Hi. Um, firstly, I'd just like
4: to say I pay over €400 Euro a fortnight tax so I think I'm putting my bit into the country. Sure. Um. Secondly, I had Barbados booked and I cancelled it because we were flying to New York. But I'm after booking Malta. Okay. Um. It's it's one of the green the green.
1: Uh, it is the countries. greenest countries. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, I still do have to isolate when I come home though because I do work as a frontline worker.
1: Okay. Are you um, you you're, you're working in a hospital.
4: I I try to not say where I work, but um I have worked with COVID directly. Okay. And um, at the time that this COVID was diagnosed, we were not wearing PPE. But because I looked after myself, I washed my hands Yeah. and everything else, I was fine. And really,
1: that is what it's all about. So so, so you're, 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 saying, you're saying, uh, and I know you don't want to say rework, that's fine. Don't worry, I'm not going to pry and don't answer anything you don't want to answer. It's totally fine. I, I totally get it. But you're saying you, you worked with COVID patients directly and you didn't contract the virus yes. because you were careful. Like, yeah, I and mean, and lo- and lucky to a degree, I suppose you can not say that people who who also were careful didn't get it. But I understand what you mean. So as long as you are as take every precaution possible, your chances are very minimal.
4: Exactly. I mean, like I've I've two weeks off. I haven't had a holiday since August last year. I haven't took one day off because we've been extremely busy with of course. the virus. Yeah. And uh, I just I deserve a holiday. And I'm not sitting here in the piss Forgive me. <laughs> but it's just not going to happen. Yeah,
1: I don't think anybody would begrudge you uh, time off, particularly from a from a uh, considering you're a frontline worker and it's been extremely tough over the last while. And and God knows what's coming. By the way, uh, we're all just know, sitting yeah. waiting to see what's going to really happen. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone. Uh, well. Sorry, that's a bit naive to say no one would judge you. There clearly are, or we wouldn't be doing this topic. But I think there are some people going away and maybe not doing what Mark did and not doing the two weeks isolation and all that. Will You You, you sure. will stay in the house for the two weeks. You'll do that. You'll restrict your movements and all the rest of it.
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm being tracked as well. I mean, I'm, I'm taking all the precautions.
5: Yeah.
3: Pa- but, I
4: mean, you know, I could stay here for my two weeks off and I have just as much of a chance of picking it up. Yeah. I mean, the numbers here are way higher than Malta.
1: You know? So, yeah. And, uh, do, uh, but do, do you worry at, at any, or have you worried at any point, that maybe, just like here when we have figures that kind of give us all a bit of a jolt yesterday, it uh, could as easily happen in Malta? And I know there's certain insurance policy in place, and they've tried to work that out that you can get home and all the rest of it, but that things could, the SHIT could hit the fan there too, in, uh, within the week you're on holiday. So you're prepared for that if it happens, it doesn't bother you as such?
4: Once I look after myself, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be comfortable enough for it,
1: yeah. In relation to, to working with COVID patients and being on the front line and all that, your thoughts in general of, like, there seems to be such a divided opinion on this, there's too much lockdown, we need to get on with our lives, this isn't as bad as they tell us, yada yada. What, what do you say to that or what do you think when you read that kind of stuff online? Um, I
4: think... Is selfish and it's ignorant and like you know people need to be more cautious like I agree with me and Tammy and stuff but you know abide by the rules when you're doing it yeah there's people going out there they're not abiding by the rules you know they're meeting up in, like it, the numbers we're getting now they, they are cluster related yeah so I mean that's that's big volume it, it means that people are meeting up in groups and they're not taking the precautions.
1: yeah it, se- it seems it so, seems that certainly a couple of them have been uh, factory related so and that seems to be a common trend worldwide yeah, um uh, because yeah. obviously people can't uh, uh, socially distance as much as they would like to uh, in certain yeah. settings like that I, I understand that
4: i even find supermarkets and shops are beginning to get a little bit
1: like staying now as well yeah yeah certainly i well it, no, so it, 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 scary. Well, it's rare. It's rare. I mean, in the the height of it, obviously, we were all queuing for a long, long time. And now it's sort of rare enough that you'd be queuing going into a supermarket, certainly from my experience anyway. Uh, So I understand where you're coming from. But, you know, I I, I, I did see a figure at some point, the Sunday Times ran it, that they had asked Tesco and and the rest of them how many cases had been confirmed with with staff and that. And it was quite a low level, which was good to see. Um, so it, it gives you a little bit of faith in it uh, that it's, it, it might might not be too bad that maybe people are taking as many precautions as possible uh, and that it doesn't need to be as strict maybe as it was at the beginning because I think the one way systems and all that sort of stuff is, is just being loosened up that little bit but anyway look enjoy your holiday anyway uh, when you get there enjoy the sun get Are you some
4: nice duty free <laughs> you what? i get some nice duty free
1: <laughs> yeah Malta I was in Malta before I stayed in Valletta is that where you're flying into?
4: Um, we're going to St Julian. I believe it's beautiful. It
1: is absolutely gorgeous. Malta is a beautiful. i
4: 33
1: country. degrees at the moment, sir. Lovely, I mean, lovely, lovely, lovely.
4: That has
1: to be great. Oh no, I tell you, it's, it's nice and warm today. So don't be don't be giving out too much. Oh it's raining now. Helena told me. Forget that, so.
4: Oh, it's flashing rain here. <laughs> just
1: just before I came on air, we were all saying, God it's lovely and warm outside." Uh, listen, have a have a great day and enjoy your holiday. Anyway, okay, Joe. Yeah. So much for us all in this together. We're clearly not. People going abroad uh, are sticking their two fingers up to others who've played by the rules and the frontline staff uh, that WhatsApper says. If you want a WhatsApp, by the way, 87 0008. Mike, it's all ifs and buts. Uh, we need to get on with our lives, for God's sake. Some will stay at home and twitch the curtains. Some will go outside. Let's just get on with this. This is a, is a debate that will go on through the ages. The sooner we get on with this, follow uh, the uh, protocol's and stop pointing the fingers at people uh, for their own decisions, the better, uh, says Shane. Yes, there is uh, curtain twitching going on. It's a good phrase as well. Uh, it's, 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 it's very descriptive for the times we're in. There's no doubt about that. Um, I would say that there's absolutely no point in it. I think all of us at the beginning uh, would have done a little bit of curtain twitching, but uh, as long as the majority of people do play by the rules and uh, go with the protocols and so on, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully get out of this thing um, sooner rather than later. But I can understand in a way uh, how there will be some anger out there, uh, particularly for vulnerable people who have essentially been cocooning since March. I mean, there are plenty of people out there uh, who have massively restricted their movements, cocooned at the beginning, and, and are still massively uh, restricting their movements. And when they see house parties going on, and when they see gangs of people going abroad, I can sort of understand it. It is frustrating, like. Um, but look, there's not a direct solution to this, I agree. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight or 185410494. Now, Martin, how are you? Uh, you're live in Classics. How are things, Martin?
0: Not too bad, mate. How are you doing?
1: Not too bad. So the question then is: uh, speaking of of curtain twitching, uh, should uh, people who go abroad on holiday to a green list or not uh, country are they selfish? What do you reckon, Martin?
0: Oh, I, th- I think as time goes on, we're getting to understand a bit more of what you know what COVID is about. I mean, sure. It's like catching catching the common cold at this stage. You know, I think everybody's going to catch something of it, and what degree it's going to be, you know, really we don't know. And obviously those who are in the vulnerable bracket, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of on borderline with that. You know, you, you, you are concerned. But again, you, know, you have to have the sense and sensibility that you know, sure. if the guidelines are there and people are following the guidelines, then we have to let society get on with being a society yeah. and a functioning one at that. Uh, uh, and, you know, I can fully understand, you know, pe- people who, who've... Stayed back at home like myself for for months now. Mm. Uh, You know, I don't particularly want to go out because you know you might be in a vulnerable group. But we have to let.
1: Oh, are you gone? Older
0: ones are going to. Oh, sorry,
1: sorry, Martin, you dropped off there for a second. Have you have you essentially been cocooning for the last number of months?
0: uh, I mean, if the work was around uh, that I could get on with, then yes. But the, the thing is, is that obviously as a country we're opening up slowly, yeah, very slowly, and and and, uh, and not perhaps as fast as we should um, in in, Europe, in the European sense. I think you know, um, you know, yes, I, I have been sort of holding back myself, you know, from, yeah. from going places and doing things. But I, I am of a, in in a, in a risk bracket. So, you know, I have to look after my own health. But then again, like I say, other people who have different needs than my own and a different life than my own, uh, they need to get on with being, you know, an active part of society. And if you can do that, they're but, all well and good that all supports us all
1: Yeah but I I think Martin you're right like we do of course we all have to move on and people have young families and people have all various things that they have to yeah. get on with mental health issues whatever money issues and all that I completely get that and I yeah. think it's admirable of you to say that that you're you know you have a vulnerability and you have to take maybe more precautions and you're happy enough to see the country gone I think that's a fantastic opinion however the only problem is that those people without the vulnerabilities or that they need to get on with life you wouldn't mind if they're doing, you know, if they're if they're if they're going by the guidelines and getting on with life, because I think we can get on with life well, uh, so. with, with mean, the so guidelines people, that are in place. And I'm talking about, you know, social distancing yeah, and I washing mean, the hands and well, all. Yeah, but there's people not well, doing that, Martin. I think that's yeah, the frustration. Yeah,
0: well, people going out to Spain are, are left with no alternative but to follow the restrictions, which in some instances are hard. Yeah. So I mean, they're going into different regimes with, with perhaps even protocols uh, than ours.
1: Yeah, yeah, actually, actually, yeah. you're you you're, you're right. I mean, Spain and, and Italy in particular. I mean, I, I know somebody who was in Italy. In fact, got a, got a flight out just by the skin of their teeth before the entire country was locked uh, locked down. Uh, they were essentially on one of those flights that was that was put aside to take Irish people home, mm. and they were sort of a bit shocked on how we were doing things actually, because well, in Italy, particularly particularly in northern Italy, yeah, kids were not allowed out. Like, they weren't allowed out of their properties. That didn't matter if you were in an apartment or not. That didn't yeah. matter if you didn't have a balcony or not. Those kids weren't allowed out. That That's going to have a long-term effect, I would, I would think. And they were certainly not allowed out to shops without masks. And they weren't even allowed out to shops without some form of government pass.
0: No, that's right. But, I mean, you know, that was at a time when... We, we knew very little about sure. know, the impact yeah, I of get this, that, yeah. this, this disease, and initially had its own issues as well with its population. Yeah, it, was, it, was, a mass- it population. was a massive
1: unknown at the time too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I can, you know, I can, I can like everybody else. I can, I can, I can work with, you know, the unknown. But as we're getting to understand it more. Uh, and as I say, the guidelines are there and the guidelines are changing every 24 hours. <laughs> you know, and it, it's a war of words between the who and, yeah, and the. Yeah, it, 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 it is, it is, it is semi
1: exhausting though, isn't it? Like, it's, oh, it's, it's,
0: it is bloody exhausting.
1: It's, uh, it because, it because, and I've said, I've said from the beginning of this, what frustrates me is that. Although we can put guidelines in place and, and do our best, like there is no absolute answer to this. Like the, no, the by all accounts, the only answer if we don't want to get sick is to just stay in a in 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 a, in a padded room, which you can't. You have to eat, you, you, do, you have to function. You
0: but you see, it, it, again, it comes down to the statistics. You know, if this is like a common cold, you know that you can pick it up as quickly as a common cold. Yeah. You know, you, you then got to say, well, we all get colds, we all get you know, uh, yeah. issues, and it, and it spreads from there you know we've got a probably chief we're never going to be uh without this
1: yeah probably uh, not no probably not and we probably will get a flu vaccine uh Type vaccine for this yeah. specific yeah. virus, and hopefully it will yeah. reduce it massively. But that will take a couple of years. But at well, the moment,
0: yeah, it just depends which you know conspiracy yeah. you want to follow. Well, how quickly well, it well come
1: on. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think we all lose sight a little bit as to how much life has changed. We we are we're, she, we're yeah. amazingly adaptable as human beings. I mean, a few months ago, you know, there were fifty thousand people uh, in the Aviva Stadium. Like that has stopped. that, that, that that's not coming yeah. back. Uh, For a very long time. So those sort of things have stopped, so we probably need to stop panicking a little bit. Hang on a second. Sorry, uh, um, Martin, I could speak to you all day, but I want to just go to Susan quickly before the break. Susan, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, Susan?
4: Hi,
5: how are you?
1: Not too bad. Okay, go ahead, Susan. Back to the travel then. Are people selfish for doing it? Um,
5: Look, I I believe so. Yeah, that's my personal opinion. Okay. Um, Look, I know we all want a holiday and we've all been through a lot since March. Mm. And some people have lost people. And, you know, I personally haven't. But we don't need a holiday. Like, for one year, could people just not listen to the advice by the government? I mean, the National Public Health Emergency Team has given solid advice from day one. Um, We had, you know, in my opinion, Leo did a remarkable job with Simon Harris. That You know, they brought us on a journey. He addressed the nation. You know, it got us to a a really good space in comparison Mm -hmm. to our European counterparts. And we all love a holiday. But the reality is, You know, I'm not saying those numbers that were yesterday, the 85, were a contributing factor because the actual statistics say they were Irish to Irish. Yes. But, like, we don't know in the future. And my my big issue here is the children. They've been out of school since March, and this has never happened in the history of the state. Yeah. And nobody knows the long-term implications for our children in terms of their mental well-being, socially, you know, and their learning as well. That, that I, I, critical, yeah, you know? I I
1: agree with you, and like I I think, funny enough, the start from a personal point of view. I think at the start I thought it was kind of it was you know it was we, a lot of us in, and it's not about me. It's about people who have you know more difficult circumstances. I'm fine I have a garden. I was at home, and I still had a job, so I'm not going yeah. to start moaning about it. But in relation to my little one. My daughter is four years of age and she, you know, this whole social distancing thing, I eventually had to sort of, you know, tell her about it because she was meeting her granny and granddad and so on. Uh, yeah. But that now is a thing. So she goes over anywhere and it's all about social distancing and d- yeah. she shouldn't touch me. And and, and I'm thinking, wow, this really is ingrained now, you know, it is, yeah, uh, how yeah. are we going to roll this back?
5: And you see, that's the thing. And I don't think, I think there's a real risk if the numbers increase We're only we're the 1st of August tomorrow so depending on how the numbers go, and we all know the, the conversations that have gone on between the teachers' union and all the representative bodies, and they're all very keen to get children back, but I think we're on the precipice of them possibly not going back, and I think it all depends on people all rowing in together um, and doing this, and going on a holiday is not a necessity, it's really not, and I know what you say about you can't close the airport, so it has to be essential travel, etc., but a holiday is not essential travel, it's a nice to have, and I can understand. And I know people probably go to me. Who do you think you are? I earn my money. I can do whatever. Of course. But well, think of your social responsibility yeah. to the country. I mean, every single advertising piece that we've had pushed out of, we're all in it together. So we either are for everything, or we're not at all.
1: Yeah. There's a scientist and it's Tomas and I don't want to get a second name wrong so I'm going to look mm-hmm. it up. Uh, he is in the immunology department certainly of Trinity College. I know that much. And he has been saying for months uh, that we need to completely eliminate this virus from the island or else mm-hmm. it's going to continue yeah. to come back and we're going to have a pain in our backsides with this for m- m- God knows how long. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, of, oh, I don't know, I mean, he's talking about...
5: Probably not sensational Yeah, I was thinking,
1: God, you know, you don't want to believe all these things. I said, no, yeah. I don't think so. Maybe he's, he's a bit, nah, this, this thing's going to go and whatever. But I'll tell you something. This guy's predictions... To every little beat have come true. Have come true a- yeah. a- and what he has been saying, and he, he threw us, you know, he, he really put his hand out to be bitten uh, or to be slapped because he made such a, a prediction that we would have spikes in cases, we'll have local lockdowns, and yeah. it will be more damaging to the economy in the long run, is what his yeah. opinion is. And that's beginning to look like happen. that's what's happening around the world. So I can understand yeah. where you're coming from. We shut yeah. it down, we eliminate it completely. And then we can kind of deal and with then getting we can back.
5: Go back to normal because I can't even begin to imagine what our hospitals are going to look like in winter if we have flu. And the frontline staff have done an amazing job yeah. at, at this. And the government and the National Public Health Emergency. I mean, I felt very reassured throughout this pandemic. Yeah. You know, with, with Sina Gale there. And I know yeah, people my, flagged them well, off or whatever. I know, but no, like, I yeah. felt reassured. And I felt we watched the cases go down. It was great. It was is wonderful yeah, I mean, I mean there people who don't play yeah. balls, but the holiday thing is such a book bear of mind genuinely I, mean, I just feel very strongly
4: about
1: no that's fair enough Susan I'm going to have to take a break in relation to I, Leo and, and and Simon and all that I understand yeah. where you're coming from I think Obviously, a lot of people are going to disagree and say that yeah, at the course, beginning, things could have real. done differently. Yeah. The one, the yeah. one thing I will say, which I, I've taken from it, right, is that, and I think Fina Gale were accused of this all the time in government, particularly, uh, when Leo Varadkar was, was, uh, uh, elected as T-Shock, or certainly elected by his own party anyway, uh, to be T-Shock. Mm-hmm. Um, he had spin doctors without a shadow of it out. And I think that was transparent in media and so on that, you know, there was a lot of PR behind Fina Gale. And yeah. that that was criticized. The one thing I think I think in a weird way, no matter what you think of them, th- that suited us. We were kinda lucky because yeah. the speeches, the calm nature of it, the yeah. the, 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 the yeah. optic the optics of it actually helped us all at the time.
5: It did, yeah. Yeah. You Even if you didn't follow the part you agree with them, <laughs> other principles. Yeah. There was a reassurance or, or therapy, even how things you know? were
1: dealt with the nursing homes and all that sort of, of course, stuff has to yeah. be up for investigation going forward there's no doubt yeah. but the optics the the nature of the the PR spin that was well put in place I think actually settled us that little bit when did, yeah, there was real pandemonium going on Listen Susan lovely to talk to you thanks a million You'd- and, and have a good weekend. Take care. Eighteen fifty four ten four nine four. If you want to in touch, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. By the way, in relation to this story, just a bit of breaking news. in. staff at Air Lingus have been warned the airline may seek compulsory redundancies, and that the future of bases in Cork and Shannon are under threat. So that really does relate to what we're talking about, doesn't it? And that's uh, very concerning news for many, many people around the country. Martin, you wanted to finish a point, did you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're packed in a lot in the last sort of like three or four minutes. Yeah. I really wanted to have a, a crack back at. First yeah, you're yeah. always. Seen, seen a girl propaganda at the time of the outbreak of this pandemic. Okay, I've had a lot of just reaction to, to, to that,
1: by the way. I should probably establish what I mean. Well, bet, can I establish. Can I just, okay, but can I just explain what I mean? I think for a lot of people we were in a. We, it's okay to look back in hindsight now it's just so easy to do that I'm not saying that everything was done right huge amounts were done wrong you know people are going to be dragged mm. over the coals with this whole thing going forward
0: well, well, I mean from a political point of view they, they played they played the, the, the PR at the beginning of this pandemic They did but but I'm to just saying in, to suit to suit them in the government formation talks sure rate. But yeah, do, you, you do, you not think,
1: do you not think at the time, Martin, that was a particularly frightening uh, period of all our lives because we just did not know what well, was going I, to happen?
0: I'll tell you what was, Frank. Two political parties playing in the middle of a crisis. That's what got me. That's what got my blood boiling. And then you get somebody like Varadka coming out, partying with and propaganda stuff, you know, quoting, quoting quotes as though it's some big gas.
1: Mm, that, was later, real, that was later that was that was later on. You know, it, yeah. And
0: then saying that we all should like, you know, be, be pulling together and then he's off into the park, you know, with his shirt off. I mean, Uh, but see, Martin, you're
1: you're you're muddying time here. That was that was that was only a couple of months ago. I'm talking about March. I'm talking about the time the schools were closed. I'm talking about the State of the Nation address on St Patrick's Evening. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not. Please don't get confused. I'm not talking about anything after that. I'm only talking about that particular time when it was an absolute unknown.
0: That particular time was an academic and uh, civil service protocol on on following health. Uh, health regime which you can pick up in any manual there'll be all protocols there laid out Mm -hmm. nobody in politics did anything other than follow basically what was a manual that's probably been there since the dawn of time Mm -hmm. on how to deal with pandemics they were taking the lead from the WHO
1: I don't know if they had all these plans to deal with pandemics uh, Martin. by the uh, looks of things
0: They had all these sort of things already laid out, so you know, Mm. it's what civil servants do. You know, uh, uh, Martin.
1: Martin, if they had things laid out to deal with pandemics and a manual to go by, I'll tell you something nursing homes would have been dealt with and, and, and other... other, other well, that, um, that,
0: That's the other political thing because the nursing homes would have been dealt with but they made the political decision in, and and obviously the management... No, that uh, was a medical finish. decision
1: at the time. That was a medical decision that was told at the time. Let's not act out a step here. Let's all work together and remember it. Anyway, there's no point yeah, in yeah, going back over these old it grounds. They
0: didn't help the nursing homes one bit so there was no helping working together.
1: Uh, but, that's what, that's non- what I'm, that, but that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what, yeah. what I'm saying. But that, but that was from Neffert.
0: Yeah, but you see, the thing is, is that they, they could have helped them out, but it would have made the political decision not
1: to. Mm. Mm, yeah, I'm look, saying, anyway. From, from a
0: Kimigale yeah. point of view, let's not go there with slapping them on the back.
1: So no, so, I'm not, I'm not then, but, I'm not, but that, I'm not slapping them on the back. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. they did a good job. I'm saying at the time, I would rather some decent optics... Because it got us through, you know, some hard days. And then we discovered that all these things aren't possible. The, the recruitment that was, t- we were told about wasn't going to be possible. Uh, various things we all became. But, but at that particular time, I'm just saying that it was pretty useful when other countries like a Trump and so on, or whatever you may think of the man, he made a bags at the start of it. You can't deny it. Even if you were the biggest Trump supporter in the world, he made a bags of you well, yeah, well, I, it.
0: Uh, at the time the Irish Times are bashing the drum on anti-Trump you know we're letting people he made a bags at the them. start of it Martin you, know, you
1: can't deny it he said it was a, a thing that it. was going to go away it was a Chinese flu That it's like cash the cold we have five cases and it'll be gone we'll have everyone back by Easter
0: he, man the man lost like,
1: the run of himself
0: he's working off the same
1: sort yeah.
0: of like nobody knows